This is Friday, June 24th, and yep, we're still in the parable of the prodigal son, picking up where we left off. Though the younger son has hit the bottom in his life, he's lost everything, including his dignity and his self-respect. He thinks he can pull himself together, and he hatches a plan. He'll return to his father, he'll admit that he was wrong, and then he'll ask him for a job. He can live in the town and slowly work off his debt, and he'll set things straight. It may take a long time, but he'll be able to do it. So he sets off for home, working on the speech he'll give to his father when he arrives at the house. But before he can get home, this is what happens. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. That's Luke fifteen eighteen. Now I imagine the father on the front porch of the house, every day sitting out there praying that his son would return home alive. And then that day comes. He's so excited, he gets up and runs to greet him. He's filled with joy. He couldn't be happier. Now this kind of response is unprecedented. No Middle Eastern father would run and beyond be, would be beyond awkward in his robes. It would be embarrassing. But the father doesn't care. He loves his son despite the way the son has treated him and the family. He felt only compassion for him. I think this may be what we do not get about God. We basically think God loves us based on how well we're doing in our lives. If we're doing well, we're being faithful and have our lives together, well, then God is good with us. He loves us. But if not, then he turns his face away from us in disappointment. But this is not God. God loves unconditionally. This means when we are at our worst, he loves us. And this is why the father in Jesus' story runs to his son. He doesn't see his son's sins. He only sees him, and he, he loves him. This is, it is this love, this grace, that opens the way for our restoration. See, only God can redeem us and give us a new life. We cannot bring this about for ourselves. Our willpower is not great enough to overcome that which holds us back. I like the way noted author David Brooks explains it. He said this, You can't lead a good life by steering yourself in the first place because you do not have the capacity to do so. The mind is such a vast unknown cosmos, you can never even know yourself by yourself. Your emotions are so changeable and complex, you can't order your emotional life by yourself. Your appetites are so infinite, you can never satisfy them on your own. The powers of self-deception are so profound, you are rarely fully honest with yourself. <laughs> wow, that is a deep honesty. In other words, what he's saying is, we need God. We need the Father to run out to us, to assure us that we are loved, and to do in our lives what we cannot do for ourselves. Now, while the son has concocted a plan of self-salvation, the father knows better. He could never restore his own dignity and remove the shame he's heaped on himself and his family. 
How can he recover all that has been lost? You see, his hope is found in the grace of his Father, the one that has the power to bring about his redemption. And that's really what the rest of the story is all about. It reveals the lengths to which the Father goes to redeem his Son. Now first the Son must learn he is loved and forgiven. Then his dignity must be restored. Then he will need to be received and welcomed by the community. So how does the Father do all of this? Well, first he kisses him. A kiss was a sign of reconciliation at the time. It was also a sign of affection. The father also has the best robe that the family family owns put on the son. Their best robe, of course, would belong to the father himself. This is an extending of the reputation and dignity of the father to this son. He has sandals put on his feet. This is a sign of the gift of freedom. He will not return to the house of slave, but as a free man. The father doesn't put him on probation, waiting until he's proved himself. He immediately provides him with freedom. The servants of the house are commanded to put the sandals on him so that they might see that he also is their master. And finally, a feast is thrown. When a family killed a calf, a lot of people would be needed to eat that food so that it wouldn't be spoiled. That meant the village would have to come out and they would see that the son has been restored and forgiven. You see, everything the father does is meant to save the son that he loves. Grace is the way this love flows to us. Writer and poet Maya Angelou tells how the impact of God's love came into her life. She said, One day the teacher, Frederick Wilkerson, asked me to read to him. I was 24, very erudite, very worldly. He asked that I read from Lessons in Truth, a section that ended with these words, God loves me. I read the piece and closed the book, and the teacher said, read it again. I pointedly opened the book and sarcastically read, God loves me. He said, again. After about the seventh repetition, I began to sense that there might be truth in the statement that there was a possibility that God really did love me, me, Maya Angelou. I suddenly began to cry at the grandness of it all. I think as for Maya, there's a day when the love of God breaks through. We see how great a thing it is that God should love us where he finds us and that he might call us his children and that we have the privilege of listening to the joy of our father. Here's what we're told in Luke 15. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Let's pray together. Father, we are indeed alive again. Help us to grasp how high, how long, how wide, how deep your love is. Teach us, we pray, how to live in your love each day. In the name of Jesus, amen.